gentlemen, this is According to Callus. This is episode 226. And once again, we're going to be picking up with the Republican Party of Texas's platform for 2022. We are in the state affairs section. Now, I will say I was pleased to serve on the subcommittee for this section. Um, so I had a little bit of input on what went on here. And it was very um, educational. And I had really good... Uh, team I worked with. That's how I would put it. Okay. State fair section. Here we go. The Alamo. So this would be Plank 198. The Alamo is a historical event to Texas and it should not be remembered. Oh, I'm sorry. Should be remembered and not reimagined. That's for you, George P. And your little sycophants out there. Uh, we take that stuff pretty seriously. Um, you're welcome to go back to Florida. Texas authority regarding the Alamo should not be infringed upon by any organization or authority, including but not limited to local governments, federal government, the United Nations, or UNESCO. That's right, because it's Texas. Decision-making authority for the Alamo must never be removed from Texas. Again, don't think I need to say that one more time, but the custodians of the Alamo must be required to affirm and emphasize the intrinsic significance of the 1836 battle in telling the story of the Alamo, maintain transparency in firearms, uh, firearms, ooh, there's a little Freudian slip, finances and operations of the Alamo. Specific protection should be afforded the site, including all land and existing monuments, including the cenotaph, which shall not be moved from its present site. We oppose any official action from the state-funded institution of higher education that disrespects the heroic actions that occurred during the Texas Revolution. So we call for swift financial and personal consequences for universities to can- that cancel the official Texas Independence Day celebrations or remove the come and take it from their slogan. Sounds a little personal there. So my question is, or if you're a Texas State College and you hate Texas, why are you Texas State College? I mean, I get if you're in Connecticut and you don't like Texas or Georgia or Alabama or Oregon, I get it. But you're in Texas and you should be respectful of all things Texas. Did Texas always do everything right? No. Does anybody actually think that Texas always did everything right? No. But Texas formed its own country, joined with the United States. Maybe it was the right thing to do. Maybe it wasn't. Then they separated with the Confederacy. Maybe that was the right thing to do. Maybe it wasn't. Then they were forced back in to the Union. And... Maybe we just need to determine what the best course of action is now. Just saying. Heritage. We call upon the governmental entities to protect all symbols of the American and Texan heritage. Therefore, we oppose government action to remove the public displays of the Ten Commandments and other religious symbols. Be very careful what you ask for there. Because I can very easily see how, oh, I don't know, the Islamists or the Satanists or Unitarians might mess with you on that one. We support the pledge protection action. We urge the national motto and God we trust the national anthem be protected from legislative and judicial attack. Not sure how that never mind. Penalties should be established for any form of desecration, American or Texas flag. 
Define desecration. I mean, and these are things I generally agree with. I just, I want to make sure that I point out, even if this sounds great, there needs to be just a little bit of hesitation, perhaps, in some of these things. <clears throat> Visitors of the Alamo should conduct themselves with decorum and reverence inside the shrine and respect or sacrifice the heroes who honored there. Okay, that's a no-brainer. We used to, they used to tell you, be silent in this, which most people were. After not, show them the freaking door. We call for restoration of plaques honoring the Confederate Widows Pension Fund contribution, which were illegally removed from the Texas Supreme Court building. Once again, you got people that just have to rewrite history, pretend something didn't happen, and then quote it didn't happen. We we got we got to look good in front of people. No, be honest, the whole truth, warts and all. We support March 2nd at Texas Independence Day being an official state holiday. Okay, I like that. We support all schools, state agencies, public offices celebrating honor the Constitution on September 17th of each year or the preceding Friday or following Monday closest thereto. Okay, Constitution Day. Like it. Great. Historical monuments. We believe that all historical war memorials, including Confederate monuments in Texas, shall be protected from future removal and defacement. We believe that those monuments that have shen, or that have been removed should be restored to historical locations. We support the continuing allocation of funds for any that are necessary to preserve the USS Texas as a permanent monument to her ship, her crew of two world wars, and the history of the state of Texas. Interesting thing here. The federal government routinely abuses the states by withholding funds if the states don't do certain things that the feds want them to do. Why is the state of Texas not doing the same thing to, oh, I don't know, the city of Dallas for the stupid things the city of Dallas does? Withhold the funds. They'll cave. They are subservient to the state. Now, that makes me uneasy at times. But that's the reality of the situation. The, the, the city doesn't get to just make stuff up. They're a subdivision within the state. The state is the higher power. And just because Governor Gregg doesn't want to do anything that might potentially make him look bad, though apparently he had no problem doing that two years ago, uh, th- we need to do something about these things. We, we can't just let these cities... Mm, disrespect Texas. That'd be the easiest way to phrase that. Honor our flags. We appreciate and honor our flags and what they represent. We strongly advocate for all public schools to display the U.S. and Texas flags in every classroom to begin each school day with pledges to both. Okay. Individual rights and freedoms. Data privacy. We demand that the Texas legislature protect data privacy by prohibiting the collection and selling of data and enforcement of data privacy. You threw the private right of action. Schools should not be consent to data collection of minors on behalf of the parents. Schools should protect the confidentiality and students' identification or identifiable information and codify federal privacy law. Once again, this is the schools acting on behalf of the children that are there because the parents allow them to. You can fix this if you will just assert your authority to your parents or grandparents. Location data privacy. The Texas legislature should be called upon to expand the existing privacy laws and laws protecting identity theft by limiting the ways in which internet providers, schools, government entities, both state and federal, and others may access, collect, store, 
and use the electronic communications documents, metadata, and protected information of all Texans. Number 204, religious freedom for business. We support the removal of laws and regulations that are used to force business owners and employees to violate their conscience, sincerely held beliefs, or core values. Properly defining public accommodation is understood in the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Prohibit any change in legal definition by federal, state, local law to expand control or restrict the First Amendment rights. Proscribe any law that requires any private business to or individual to create or provide custom product or service or any expressive work, enter in the contract or be coerced into a speech that is not their own. So you may have heard that apparently the uh, somewhere in here, the tech, state of Texas uh, Republican Party wants to end the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Um, I didn't see that yet, but when I come across that, I will comment on that. How about that? Okay, uh, plank number 205. Now, we got a couple of these in here that are quite long because we just felt the need to put a bunch of explanation after the actual plank. As America's one nation under God, founded on Christian, oh, it says judicial, Judeo-Christian principles, excuse me. We affirm the constitutional right of Individuals who worship as they choose, we strongly believe in the religious freedom and freedom of speech. Therefore, we demand repeal the Johnson Amendment, which assaults free speech of pastors and religious organizations. Ding, ding. Protection of the First Amendment rights of any citizen to practice the religion or exercise the right of free speech in public square, as well as religious organizational affiliations. That Texas judges and legislatures should uphold and defend our God-given unalienable rights, religious liberty, freedom of speech, and oppose any effort to intimidate or prevent Christians or other people of faith from exercising these rights, which the civil government is required by the First Amendment to protect. Acknowledgement that the church is a God-ordained institution with a sphere of authority separate from the civil government, and thus the church should not be regulated, controlled, taxed by any level of civil government, nor shall services or other church functions ever again be shut down or suspended by overreaching civil authorities under any pretext whatsoever. Now i got to say, that's letter D under 205. That is a solid an explanation as I could expect out of the party. And uh, you may recall I've done several episodes talking about the idea of spheres of authority. This comes directly from that, in my opinion. All right, number 206, gender identity. We support the enacting the legislation from the state of Texas ensuring that no government entity in the state shall... Be allowed to take it upon itself to define for any private business or private entity how it must segregate its restrooms, changing facilities, or showers. Nor may government agency be allowed to require businesses to profess, espouse, or adopt specific views on sex, sexuality, gender, or gender identity. We oppose any attempt to criminalize or penalize anyone for wrong use of pronouns. Government agencies must guarantee that views and positions of these matters are not used as a basis to my access to public accommodations as defined by the Civil Rights Act of 1964, nor deny employment or discriminate in employment decisions solely based on a person's views on these matters. We recognize that gender identity disorder is genuine, extremely rare mental health condition, and that the denial of immutable gender binary is not only denies those with a condition proper mental health care but also leads to physically and psychologically abusive social transitioning as well as the irreversible physical mutilation we urge the state legislature to pass legislation that requires adherence to sex identification on all official documents that will be based upon biological gender as well as legislation enacting civil penalties and fiscal compensation awarded to detransitioners who have received gender from each surgery as a compensation for malpractice so i gotta say here 
as a party or as an individual, I don't understand why for 6,000 years we understood there's male, there's female, and then there's maybe some genetic abnormalities that, quite frankly, is really hard to tell. But in almost all circumstances, they're actually female, which is different traits. Why is it now that suddenly we have to come up with all this crazy stuff to make people feel better? I don't understand how we're doing them a service, period, end of story. But the Republican Party feels pretty strongly about this, so we ah, did all that. All right. Family gender issues. Uh, Plank number 207, human sexuality. We affirm God's biblical design for marriage and sexual behavior between one biological man and one biological woman, which is proven to be the foundation for all great nations in Western civilization. We oppose homosexual marriage regardless of the state of the union origin, and we urge Texas legislature to pass religious liberty protections for individuals, businesses, and government officials who believe marriage in between one man and one woman. We oppose the granting of special legal entitlements or creation of special status for sexual behavior or identity, regardless of state of origin. We oppose the criminal and civil penalties against those who oppose non-traditional sexual behavior out of faith, conviction, or belief in traditional values. Once again, if Massachusetts wants to have marriage between two dudes or two women or two dudes and one woman or three women or whatever their special flavor is in Massachusetts and they want to do that in Massachusetts, that's fine. I think it's wrong. I I, I believe that, you know, my Christian faith is quite clear on that, but I'm not going to go up to Massachusetts and go stone these people for their sinful behavior. Likewise, even though the Constitution states we're supposed to recognize licenses in other states, the states conveniently fail to do that when it comes to, I don't know, firearms and any number of other issues when it's convenient for them. So we just choose not to recognize your marriage, quote unquote, from Massachusetts. And if you don't like it, stay in Massachusetts. Nobody cares. Well, I shouldn't say nobody cares. We do care. Uh, I mean, there is a definite cost to sinful behavior long-term. I mean, it will catch up with you um, one way or another. Um, and rejecting God will catch up to you one way or another. But as far as on this temporal plane, as far as civil government, it's really not the concern that it should be. But again, when you shove stuff down people's throat, eventually it comes back the other way. Just saying. All right, protect minors until the age of consent. This is number 208. A law should be enacted to protect the rights of individual until the age of consent is re- reached. Prohibit sexual transition surgeries, hormonal blockers, social transitioning, or other treatments. Protect against predatory sexual behaviors, including but not limited to the drag queen story hour. Removes immunities protections from school districts personnel which participate in the sexualization of our children. Require disclosure of above offenses to parents or guardians. I would say we could just go one better and give qualified immunity to the parents of minors that are abused. And if the parent of the minor should, I don't know, go a little tactile in how they deal with the abuse, they're protected from prosecution. I think that might solve most of these problems. I'm just saying. I mean... I don't advocate you go do certain things, but I can completely understand where if some guy has, I don't know, a six-year-old daughter and that six-year-old daughter is 
abused by an adult. And that father might, I don't know, want to apply the Board of Education to the seat of learning, metaphorically speaking, of course. Um, yeah, qualified immunity for that behavior. No problem. We, we got you. Your child was abused. We're going to give you a little qualified immunity. Uh, don't do this again. We'll slap you on the wrist and move on. Wonder how uh, all of our law enforcement friends think about that. Make their lives easier, I would imagine. All right, definition of marriage. This would be uh, Plank 209. We support the definition of marriage as God-ordained legal and moral covenant between one biological man and one biological woman. Yet, the very next one says something different. State authority over marriage. We support withholding jurisdiction from the federal courts in cases involving family law, especially any changes to the definition of marriage. Well, that ship already sailed because you went to the state to define law or by law what marriage is, and now the state's done what they wanted to do. Just saying. This is exactly why I brought up the idea that states shouldn't be licensing marriages, and then we wouldn't have this problem. Uh, and I'm not alone in this. Look up Chris Ann Hall if you doubt me. Spousal benefits. We shall not recognize or grant to any unmarried person the legal rights or status of a spouse as defined by Principle 6 of the platform, including granting par- benefits by political subdivisions. Man, I think a lot of this can just be solved by uh, contract law. I'm just saying. <sighs> Nullify unconstitutional real, ruling. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped. Uh, 212. No fault of force. We urge the legislature to rescind unilateral no fault divorce laws and support covenant marriage and to pass legislation extending the period of time which divorce may occur from six months to after the date of filing for divorce. Yeah, no fault of force. I'm not sure that helped anybody or it was positive at all, but yet it is. I'm sure the lawyers made out well with it. Uh, nullify the unconstitutional ruling. We believe Oborgerfell in Hodges' decision overturning the Texas law prohibiting same-sex marriage in Texas has no basis in the Constitution should be nullified. While I agree, the opinion in that court case is kind of sort of binding on the state of Texas. But there's nothing to say that, oh, I don't know, Oklahoma, Louisiana, uh, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas couldn't choose to ignore this and fix the problem. Although it seems as though SCOTUS may go back and reconsider whether or not they should have been involved in the first place, but we'll see what happens. Adoption. We encourage the Texas legislature to remove any of the many barriers to adoption as possible to make the process less intrusive, protecting the children's safety and best interests. We urge the Texas legislature to adopt the following steps to promote adoption. I gotta be honest. I don't know that all this actually went through. But we're going to roll through it quickly because I said I would. Here we go. Expand community-based care. Increase partnerships with local, private, nonprofit, organizational groups. I'm sorry. Charitable organizations. Create a safer, more responsive system. Require a guilty verdict before placing individuals in the central registry. Currently, an unsubstantiated accusation of abuse or neglect can lead to Texans being listed in a governmental database. Cause them to lose jobs and penalties without being found guilty in court. Yeah, that's a big problem. If you're innocent until proven guilty, why they put... No, never mind. In these cases, even found innocent remain listed on the database. No texture should be deprived of liberty or the right to earn a living without a fair hearing. Fair hearing? No. Without being found guilty in a court of law. 
Expand service operations. Improve care for families and children at risk by entering foster care, but providing more choice, flexibility for family preservation services outside the current state. Contracted services and hidden foster care. Many families are threatened and coerced into giving up custody of their child without ever going to court. Texas should prevent or protect parents' rights and end coercive agreements by limiting the CPS's ability to separate families without court oversight. Are we noticing a common thread here? CPS. Repeal anonymous reporting. False reporting to families CPS can lead to great harm and a large waste of resources. False reporting can be prevented while increasing the accuracy of reports by to CPS by eliminating the option of anonymous reporting in favor of confidentiality. Professionals who must report suspicious activity should be trained on alternatives to filing a CPS report and permitted to refer st- struggling families to community service providers. We urge communities and people of faith to promote adoption for those not called to adopt we themselves offer assistance to families can we believe that in the best interests of families and child the state of texas should allow children to be adopted only by married or single heterosexuals all right number 215 child rights we call on the texas legislature to pass legislation to protect privacy in public schools and government buildings allowed by Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972, ensuring that multi-use facilities, including showers, change rooms, bathrooms, are designated for and used only by persons based on their person's biological sex. Did you catch that? Title IX. So the feds telling us what to do. Yet we could just tell the feds, the feds to pound sand because we don't like feds. Just saying. Pro-life issues. All right, now, I guess technically all this is a moot point, but I'm going to roll through it quickly because I said it would. Pro-life, under the, until the uh, abolition of abortion is achieved, we support laws that restrict and regulate abortion, including, but not limited to, parental informed consent, including the elimination of judicial bypass, prohibition of licensing, li- liability and malpractice insurance for abortionists or abortion facilities, prohibition of financial kickbacks on abortion referrals, prohibition of late-term abortions, prohibition of abortions at the time of unborn Child's heartbeat is detected. Prohibition of manufacturing and sale of abortifacients. Elimination of causes for action for wrongful birth. Health insurance covers on abortion services and abortifacients under which Texas law should be considered supplemental coverage and billed to the beneficiary. Criminal penalties attached to any entity excluding the mother convicted of conducting an illegal abortion or selling body parts or of aborted children. Extend the private cause of action used in the Texas Heartbeat Act to all pro-life laws and policies in Texas. Hmm. 217, abolish abortion. Since life begins at fertilization, we urge Texas legislature to abolish abortion through the enacting legislation that would immediately secure the rights to life and nullify any and all federal statutes, regulations, orders, and court rulings that would deny these rights. Now, this is an interesting aside because I recall speaking of abortion and I referenced the idea that almost all Christian faiths agree that life begins at fertilization. Now, some might want to say, well, you know, until it's implanted, it's not viable. Okay, fine. And I referenced that I thought that uh, Orthodox Judaism agreed with that as well. Now, I have a few friends that uh, are Jewish in faith, I guess would be the way to put it. And uh, they reference the fact that they believe that life is in the blood. Until there's blood, there's not life. Okay, I guess that's a fair interpretation. So that would kind of go in line with the heartbeat uh, threshold, right? Because your heart's not going to beat unless you have blood to move. Thus, the blood is present. 
So it's it's very interesting, but I think that to reject the notion that there's a separate human entity within the womb of the mother is foolish and not compatible with science. And the people that claim to be so concerned about science routinely ignore this to their own peril. All right, so inviability of life and fundamental right to life. This would be number 218. All innocent human life must be respected and safeguarded from fertilization and natural death. Therefore, the unborn, the aged, the physically or mentally challenged have fundamental individual right to life, which cannot be infringed. We respect the uniqueness of human life and oppose practices which corrupt human DNA, mixed human and animal DNA, and other transhumanist initiatives that do not respect the sanctity and uniqueness of human life. All humans are endowed by the Creator with sovereign rights of ownership and of their person and DNA, regardless of any DNA modification the claims to the contrary are invalid. So basically, if you've gotten the jab a couple times and they've messed up your DNA, it's still your DNA. Um, just as a curious thing here, you know, big ag, if you will, gets to essentially control seeds based off the idea that they created that DNA strand. They have creative control over life, and apparently everybody's okay with that. What's going to happen when they start to try and do that with humans? I'm just saying. It won't be Big Egg. It'll be Big Farmer or whatever, but I'm just saying. That's the logical conclusion of what's going on. Pay attention. Pay attention. Land use, property annexation, homeowners and landowners in an area proposed for annexation should have the right to vote to approve or reject the annexation, regardless of the population of the county. No annexation can occur within 45 days of the election. HOA governance. We support legislation prohibiting HOAs from using policies to bypass the process of residents voting on changes in deed restrictions. We urge the Texas legislature to enact legislation allowing a simple majority of property owners within, subject to a homeowners association, to dissolve the association. The te- Texas legislature should enact legislation to restrict developers from controlling the homeowners association more than five years and expanding the properties included beyond the contiguous contiguous property. We also call upon the Texas legislature to amend the language of the section of the Open Meetings Act that apply to HOAs to clearly require that every HOA that charges fees to residents be required to comply with every aspect of the Texas Open Meetings Act. We oppose HOAs limiting the freedom of speech and assembly imposed by master plan community homeowners. Very interesting. The Texas Republican Party is seeing that the HOAs are abusing the system and they're wanting to rein them in. Yet we've done little to nothing about what the school districts and the school boards have done to do the very same thing. Just saying. Property rights. Property ownership and the free enterprise foundation of our collective wealth must not be abridged or denied by any government. We support legislation to protect those bedrock flight or rights, excuse me, areas of concern are annexation, eminent domain including for foreign entities, property forfeiture, extraterritorial jurisdiction, the seizure for public or private development, natural resources, and conservation easements. 
groundwater and mineral rights and naturalization or nationalization of lands and the preservation of our Fourth Amendment rights to privacy. Property owners should be notified of their rights when they regard with regard to condemnation, annexation, or easement. And the condemner should be required to petition the court of jurisdiction to show public necessity. Taking a property should result in the immediate compensation of fair market value to the owner. These issues should be administered by the elected officials accountable to the voters. Very good. Eminent domain. The use of eminent domain must exclude the seizure of private property for private economic development or the increased tax revenue. So, for instance, in my city, they pretty much used eminent domain to seize property to then give to a developer to create a venue area. And apparently that's okay and everybody's just fine with it because, you know, just a bunch of poor people in trailers there. Who really cares? Oh, that's their story. I'm I'm just, just saying. And again, and I want to be clear about this. Every episode of According to Callous is driven by my opinion on the matter, by my thoughts on the matter. Now I'm going to start with the information as I have it, and I'm going to tell you what I think about it. That's why it's called According to Callous. So everything said in every episode should be assumed to be my opinion, unless I'm giving a direct quote, or in this case, reading verbatim from a platform. But my commentary is my own. And if you don't like it, hey, you're free to make comments. <laughs> All right, here we go. State governance campaign campaign contribution limits. We urge the immediate repeal of limits on campaign contributions by American citizens to the candidates or causes of their choice. Ooh, excuse you. Ah, Plank 224, which I guess actually became Plank 225. Texas Independence. We urge the Texas legislature to pass a bill in its next session requiring a referendum on the 2023 general election for the people of Texas to determine whether or not the state of Texas should reassert its status as an independent nation. Now I want to quickly pause here. Because some of you may be aware that Texas is pretty important to me. And it's less about Texas independence per se, and more about the process. We, the people, have the right to self-determination. We determine what form of government we want and what level of government we want. And I don't know, we're kind of an abusive relationship with the federal government and why we continue to tolerate it is beyond me. But if we should lose and say 52% of the people in the state of Texas are just happy with that, okay, that's the end. All we're calling for here is Hey, guys, we're going to put this to the people. Let them decide what they think about this issue. I mean, it worked. I mean, the outcome wasn't desirable to some people, but it worked twice in Quebec, once in Scotland, once in Great Britain. I mean, what's the problem here? There's a certain number of people that are just fearful that they're going to make a decision that they don't approve of. That's the problem. All right, here we go. Prosecution of election fraud. We urge the passage of constitutional amendment that gives the Texas Attorney General concurrent jurisdiction to prosecute election fraud along with the county district attorneys. We already talked about this previously, but that's a good, good thing, right? If the district attorneys aren't going to do their job, then the Attorney General can step in and do it. Uh, plank. Next plank. Marijuana remains illegal. We oppose the legalization of recreational marijuana and offer opportunities for drug treatment before penalties for its illegal possession, use, or distribution. Yes. Drug treatment before penalties. You're welcome. 
gun-free zones in Texas. <laughs> there should be no gun-free zones in Texas. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact that we have to make that a plank, <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're in Texas, you should assume that everybody's armed at all times. And if you're polite, it'll never be a problem. With that, this is According to Callus. <laughs> this was episode 226. This is the wrap-up of state affairs. We'll be going on to government and election integrity next. Again, if you found this entertaining, educational, informative, or just plain uh, can't stand it. <laughs> uh, or you just like the sound of my voice. Comment, share, like, subscribe, all the above. Let us know that you're out there. And I will see you on the other side.